Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another very special episode of The Dictionary. This is the last episode of the letter C. Sharon, aren't you excited? Yay! Oh, that was loud. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! So excited. Yay. So, uh, at the beginning of this episode, we have made it a tradition. I think number, I think the third time you do a thing makes it officially a tradition. We have a sparkling, a sparkling thing to drink to celebrate the end of this letter. We have appropriately a kava spelled C-A-V-A. It's a kava brute. And, um, I will post the picture of this bottle on social media, but there's a lot of C's, which is why we chose this one. Um, and so we're going to open that and pour ourselves a glass and have a little bit while we talk. Have a celebration, which also begins with C. Celebrate with kava. Yay, yay. Okay, (laughs) drink time. She didn't even care. I jumped. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers and clink. Both start with C. (laughs) Wow, we're nerds. Tasty. Tasty brute. Yeah, it, you know, it's a little little dry for my taste, but... I like it. It's toasty. Toasty is a good way to, to, to describe it. Okay, so let's talk about the words. On this very last section of page 312, before we get to the Ds, look, there's a cute picture of a dachshund. All right. The first word in this episode is cytoplasm, or just cytoplasm. C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-S-M. Do you know what this is? I do. Well, why don't you tell me? It's the gel stuff that all the other parts of the cell live in. <laughs> I mean, this is probably pretty pretty good, <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> uh, what does it officially say? It says, the organized complex of inorganic and organic substances external to the nuclear membrane of a cell and including the cytosol and membrane-bound organelles. And uh, examples of those would be mitochondria and chloroplasts. And then it says to see the cell illustration. So uh, were you right? Essentially, that's what I said. Yeah, the, the, what did you say, the, the gooey stuff? <laughs> the gooey stuff where all the parts of the cell reside in inside the the exterior cell wall. Yeah. That's that's it. That's pretty much it. Um, it says to see the cell illustration, like I said. So if you want to go hear me describe that, you can go back to that that episode and hear me try to describe what all of this stuff is. Uh, cytoplasmic is an adjective, and cytoplasmically, that is an adverb. That's all I got for that. Anything else about cytoplasm? Have you had to look at this stuff in a microscope? Yes, in biology, a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Oh, what should the sound effect be? Well, since I'm pretty dog crazy right now. Um, Wait, just I- <laughs> now? Not, not every other month or week or day? Okay, of the- because I'm pretty dog crazy all the time. And I really, really, really want a dog. Uh, I'm going to say, how about woof? That's good. We'll go back and forth doing the woof. You, okay. you did the first one. All right. The next word is cytosine. C-Y-T-O-S-I-N-E, noun from 1894, a pyrimidine, pyrimidine base, C4H5N3O, that codes genetic information in the polynucleotide chain of DNA and RNA. And it says to compare to adenine, guanine, 
and thymine and uracil. There was an extra one I wasn't prepared for. So this is, when you look at the DNA strand, there's A, G, T, and C, right? And so this one, cytosine, must be that C one. Do you know? You know more about this stuff than I do, I think. It's been about 12 years okay, since I took not. biology, so sure, sounds yeah. about right. But I know in the in the DNA strand, they talk about those letters and combinations of those, and so, yeah, cytosine must be one of them, I guess, because I thought there was a C in there. Anyway, pyr- pyrimidine, That mean, I think that means it's shaped like a pyramid. Woof! Next is <laughs> cytoskeleton. Noun from 1940. Do you know what the cyto prefix means? No. Okay. It means cell. So any ah, I was gonna say cell. You're, see, you gotta you gotta just go with your gut. Go with your gut. Uh, yeah, cyto. We've had a bunch of these cyto words, and they all just are related to the cell in some way. Or um, there was something else. I'm trying to find that prefix in here real quick. Uh, cell or cytoplasm. It could also just mean cytoplasm. Okay, so cytoskeleton, I have an idea. Noun from 1940, the network of protein filaments and microtubules in the cytoplasm that controls cell shape, maintains intracellular organization, and is involved in cell movement. And cytoskeletal is an adjective. And there may be some burps in this episode because we're drinking this fizzy drink. (laughs) Have you ever heard of a cytoskeleton? Also, back in biology about 12 years ago. I, I wouldn't have thought that they have a... I mean, it makes sense. They need some sort of structure. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the skeleton that we think of in our in our bodies, I don't think. No. But yeah, helps but, it... But, but very similar purpose. Right. It keeps the structure. It helps it move. Keeps all the goo... <laughs> in place. In, in a definitive shape. Right. So we're not just... Uh, piles of goo on the ground. That is literally what would happen if we didn't have these skeletons and and things to hold all the goo in there. Because that is pretty much what we are. Uh, Your turn for the sound effect. Woo! Next is cytosol or cytosol, S-O-L. Noun from 1970. The fluid portion of the cytoplasm exclusive of organelles and membranes. And this is called also ground substance. Cytosolic or cytosolic is an adjective. So when you take out, you got, you got your goo, your cytoplasm goo, and you take out the organelles and the membranes, you are left, the fluid portion that you're left with is the cytosol. I, I would assume it takes up a majority of the cytoplasm space. Sorry, I wasn't really paying attention. I was looking at our calico cat who is cleaning herself on the couch. Oh, boy. Those are all C words. <laughs> and now she is catnapping. Catnapping. <laughs> I almost said napping, but I was like, no, there's got to be another one. How many words can Sharon get in this episode that start with C? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I think it is my turn to go. Woof, woof. Next. Oh, we it, can change up our woofs? Of course. Oh. That's okay. like practically the whole point of doing the sound effect. You just change it. All right. I didn't, I didn't know if we had to stick to the same woof or we can ad-lib our woof, but I'm going to have to try and come up with some new woofs. <laughs> some new woofs in the world. Uh, yeah, you know, as long as you're in the woof world, you're okay. Next is cytostatic. Cytostatic. 
Adjective from 1949. Tending to retard cellular activity and multiplication, as in the example, cytostatic treatment of tumor cells. Uh, so I guess if you are doing this sort of treatment, you are making cell growth slow down. And yeah, in tumor cells, especially if it's a cancer, you definitely want that. Cytostatic is also a noun. Uh, yeah. Is the, do you know, do they use this in like cancer treatment? They must. Not familiar with that term. Nope, me neither. Yeah, so n not only will it slow the growth, it will slow the multiplication, So, which is also slowing the growth. Ready and... What kind of dog was that? German Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next. Very tiny German Shepherd. It's like a, a, a German Shepherd mixed with a Dachshund or a Chihuahua. What would that be? Chihuahua. Chihuahua man. Sherman. Sherman. Chihuahua. I don't know. Yeah, Chihuahua. I like it. Sherman Shepwawa. Next is cytotaxonomy. Cytotaxonomy, noun from 1931. Study of the relationships and classification of organisms using both classical systemic techniques and comparative studies of chromosomes. I don't know. Number two. Uh, yeah, taxonomy, that's like the way that people uh, categorize things. So, yeah, we're talking about that in cells. Number two, the nuclear cytologic makeup of a kind of organism. There's lots of kinds of organisms. Um, and so I guess in this case, maybe they're talking about they, they categorize them by the types of cells that they have or something like that. Cytotaxonomic is an adjective and cytotaxonomically is an adverb. I got nothing else to say about cytotaxonomy. Me neither. Next is cytotechnologist, noun from 1961, a medical technician trained in the identification of cells and cellular abnormalities, as in cancer. And cytotechnology is an is a noun. So, I mean, they must use a fancy technology to figure out, to identify cells and cell abnormalities. Probably some very expensive microscopes. Oh, yes. To see down at that little level. Um, and then, yeah, it's a little interesting to me that cytotechnology wasn't the main word, and then cytotechnologist is the noun for that word. Because uh, it seems like cytotechnology, it's the study of you know, cells and cell abnormalities. But, uh, but yeah, interesting job to look at cells. I think that'd be cool for a little while. I think that's a hard job. Yeah, probably. You got to really know your cells. You do. And they, they can look very similar. Well, and also trying to, to decipher what is an abnormality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't want to mess that up. Yeah, that's a, it seems like it's probably a pretty stressful job. Mm. I bet there's, um, the people who do that are very, very good at that. Yeah, they have to be. Uh, I wonder if today, though, with computers, if computers are able to help look at things, we use a little like machine learning AI and see, try Possibly. and figure out abnormalities ahead of time. 
Maybe. When we were in anatomy and physiology class, we had a um, we would get tested on different cells. They would have like 12 microscopes set up with mm. a different type of cell under each microscope. And we had to identify whether it was uh, skin cell or muscle cell or cardiac cell. And yeah, it was it was, it was pretty tough. I want to see what all those look like now. Like, how are they different? That's so interesting. You can Google it. I'm I sure. Can, yes. I'm sure you can find find examples. Yeah, we'll maybe post some pictures of different kinds of cells. Uh, is it your woof time? I think so. <clears throat> it's a very sad woof. It wants the dog wants its mommy or daddy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, don't don't read into my woofs. Okay, fair. You know that you, you didn't. You, you wasn't like you were getting in the in the roll in your head. No, I was calling out to my friends. I was like, "Whoa, hey, what's up?" Bailey doesn't care. <laughs> uh, okay, next is cytotoxic. Adjective from 1904, one of or relating to a cytotoxin, and that's that. So if a thing is related to a cytotoxin, it is cytotoxic. And then number two, toxic to cells, as in the example, cytotoxic drugs. So you got to be careful. There's probably a good reason. Do you know any cytotoxic drugs? Uh, chemo drugs would be cytotoxic. Yeah. So that is specifically, uh, uh, that would be cytostatic because it wants to put the cell growth in a static state so it doesn't grow and maybe even shrinks it maybe. Well, I think it, uh, it's technically, I'm, I'm not an expert. Um, not, not, Why are you here then? I'm not an uh, oncologic nurse, but um, cytotoxic, it targets the cancer cells by killing them, but it can also kill healthy cells as yeah. well. So um, I don't know I, if, I mean, I guess uh, cytostatic would be related because if you have a tumor, it would shrink that tumor but yeah i don't i don't know uh the proper descriptive ways to to describe that yeah but i i that makes a lot of sense that if uh you you're taking a drug that is toxic to cells if you've got cancer like chemotherapy then yeah that's that's isn't that why people get so sick and don't feel so good when they take chemotherapy is because it's toxic to a lot of their cells or all of them yeah healthy cells and yeah. cancer cells yeah Ugh. i don't know as much about that as i should but yeah that's that's tough radiation i think might and I please if if you know more than me, which <laughs> most people do, uh, radiation I think would be more of a cytostatic yeah. because that shrinks the tumor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a lot of people will do radiation first and then chemo, no, or the other I, way around. Oh, well, it depends on the type of cancer. Yeah, but I think, um, yeah, depending on the type of cancer and how far it has spread you might want to do chemo first. Uh, if it's very isolated, you might want to just do radiation. It's just all depends. Yeah. It's very, it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a very fun section to talk about. Uh, lastly for this one, cytotoxicity. 
is a noun. And you got to be real careful how you say that word. It's just weird with all the cis sounds. Toxicity. Wait. Toxic city. Was there a wolf? No, that was just the last part of that one. We have now is the time for a wolf. Oh, I think it's your turn to wolf. I think it is. Woof, woof. Next is cytotoxic T cell. And that is a capital T noun from 1972. And the synonym is killer T cell. What 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 are the T cells? I know there's white cells and T cells and I don't red blood cells. White cells are part of sorry, T cells are part of the white blood cells. They're a kind of white cell. Yes. Maybe. And so uh if you have an infection or you know some sort of foreign invader, they go to the source to to kill that foreign invader before it spreads too far in the body. So I feel we like... You might need to cut all that out because I might be completely wrong. <laughs> well, that's just a T cell or a white cell in general, right? They go... White T cell, is that another name? I don't even know well, if it's a technically a, a white blood cell. This is why we have Google. Yeah. Why aren't we Googling yeah, this stuff? It's because we like to just talk off the top of our heads and make up stuff. All right. Well, we may need to re-record this and edit some stuff. We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? Is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what, what is, is a Star War? War? This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made? Starting June 17th, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we just took a couple of minutes just to make sure that what Sharon said was accurate, and it was. She was she was right for the most part. Yeah, <laughs> close enough for you know our purposes. Um, but yeah, I've got a picture here. Uh, it says white blood cells, and then underneath there is B lymphocyte, and then T lymphocyte, and then natural killer cells. I assume that's another name for killer T cells. So there are different types of T cells which attack you know, bad stuff in your body, as long as your immune system is working correctly, they're going to go attack stuff. And so that's what uh, cytotoxic T cell is. Yeah? Yeah. Great. Woofy time. <laughs> okay, very good. Very tiny, tiny squeaky dog. Next is cytotoxin, noun from 1902. A substance as a toxin or antibody, having a toxic effect on cells. So, you know, unless you're doing this for uh, your doctor saying you should do this because of something in your body, you probably want to be real careful about putting cytotoxins in your body because you do not want your cells to be uh, messed up in a toxic way. <laughs> That's English. <laughs> Anything else about cytotoxin? 
Don't do it, kids. Don't do it. (laughs) Next is, ooh, we have finished the C-Y words, and we are in the short section of C-Z words. This one is C-Z, all caps, abbreviation for canal zone. I don't know what a canal zone is, but I'm pretty sure we read it at the very beginning of the C's. And uh, actually, I remember checking this when I got to cubic zirconium, because I f- assumed that at CZ we would see cubic zirconium, but it's not even in here, which is weird. Wah, wah. I don't know what a canal zone is. I'm sorry. You killing me to wolf? Yeah. <clears throat> Very nice big dog. We have, you can, you can pronounce this different ways. You can say czar or tsar, or probably, you know, variations on that. And you can spell it at least three different ways. C-Z-A-R. I think that's the most common way. Or T-S-A-R. Or T-Z-A-R. So combinations of C's and Z's and <laughs> T's and S's. Czar. Noun. From 1555. Number one. The synonym is emperor. But specifically the ruler of Russia until the 1917 revolution. Uh, they're just called a czar. Number two, having, no, one, having great power or authority, as in a banking czar. And I shall call myself the dictionary czar. <laughs> no, that that sounds very... Uh, uh, Authoritarian? N- yes, exactly. I don't want that. I don't, I don't, I have, I don't have authority. Zardom. I do. <laughs> okay, so are you the dictionary czar? You have authority over me. Uh, Zardom, spelled all those different ways, that is a noun. This is from the Russian czar, T-S-A-R, although they have a different alphabet, so they would spell it differently. Uh, from the old Russian uh, Tsitsari, from the Gothic Kaiser, we, I've heard of that word, Kaiser, as it's a similar similar world. Um, oh, interesting. This goes all the way down back to Latin. Maybe it's pronounced Kaiser, but it looks like Caesar. So Caesar became Kaiser, became Tsar. And Caesar, of course, was the you know ruler of Rome and the whole Roman emperor and stuff like that. That's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. Tsar? Anything? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. That's right. It's, this is a weird section of words. Yeah, this is not my favorite section of words. No, but, you know, sorry. It's the end. Next is Chardash or Chardish. One of those, I think. C-Z-A-R-D-A-S. Noun from 1860. I like I like Chardash. It is a Hungarian dance to music in duple time. <laughs> in which the dancers start slowly and finish with a rapid whirl. And I think I need to post a, a YouTube link in the show notes to so you can go watch this dance. Can you read that definition again? Yeah. A Hungarian dance to music in duple time in which the dancers start slowly and finish with a rapid whirl. And how do you pronounce that word again? Chardash. Or char chardesh, yeah. In Hungary, do they have char dancing with the stars? Char dancing with the stars. They really should. If they, that's a missed opportunity. They, they, they got to get on that. 
char dancing with the stars. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, it's from the Hungarian word char dash spelled slightly differently. Char dashing with the stars. Don't take my idea. Keeping up with the Chardashians. <laughs> Woof time. Arf. Next we have. Next Zar- we have. What? Did you say next we have? H-A-B? Nope. Okay. But I, I'm sorry it sounded like it. Next we have. <laughs> Zarovich or Tsarovich. So same possible spellings as just the word Tsar. And then we added E-V-I-T-C-H, Tsarevich, noun from 1710, an heir apparent of a Russian Tsar. So it would be usually a child of a Tsar, uh, but it could be just whoever, whoever's going to take over when they die is the Tsarevich. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for that. I'm trying to think of different ways to woof. I'll just say woof. <laughs> Next is Zarina. Again, all the different Zar spellings. Zarina. Noun from 1717. The wife of a Zar. Can we have a, a woman be a Zar? I hope possible? so. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, yep, they just thought, you know, to make it genderized for a lady, they added the INA. Zarina. Woofy time. Le woof. <laughs> Le woof. <laughs> That's a French poodle. Oh, yes. Uh, okay, our next word is czarism. Again, spelled all the fun ways. Czarism. Noun from 1855. One, the government of Russia under the czars. And so if we look back at the word czar, uh, that was probably... Uh, up until the 1917 revolution. So before that, they were uh, they were in a uh, they had czarism. Two, autocratic rule, and yeah, that doesn't sound great to me. Somebody who is an autocrat, nah, not a fan of that personally. Czarist is a noun or an adjective, and I think is it my turn for one more woof? It is. Ruff. Our last word is check capital c z e c h noun from 1841 number one a native or inhabitant of western czechoslovakia now this is feeling pretty i don't know okay i I don't think czechoslovakia exists in that way anymore but maybe it's more they're talking about the region but let me finish this this sentence uh, inhabitant of Western Czechoslovakia, including Bohemia and Moravia. And again, yeah, I think this book is a little on the dated side, although I think I was in high school when Czechoslovakia split into the Czech Republic and Slovakia. This is this book is not that old. But uh, yeah, it's, that's they, if, they, if they're in that region, they're Czech. Number two, the Slavic language of the Czechs. The Czechs speak Czech. And three, a native or inhabitant of Czechoslovakia or the Czech Republic. I'm glad they got that in there. I don't I don't know anything about that region or the or how to use those words. I just I don't I don't know. You got anything about Czech? Do you know about their <laughs> stuff? I do not. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not I'm not a um 
very versed on my uh, geography. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I know it's in the sort of, I, I want to say, <laughs> Eastern or Southeastern Europe, uh, but that's that's about all I know. All I know is that I grew up with a last name that had C and Z together, and so I know how to pronounce it because lots of people do not, and they mispronounce my last name constantly. Good thing you changed it. <laughs> Good thing I changed it to something much easier to pronounce. Yeah. Uh, Czech is an adjective, and Czechish is also an adjective. Um, yeah, you know, when you get to the end of a letter, there's going to be uh, Zs involved, and it's not always the most interesting or fun, but for people who are Czech, uh, they're, they're like, yes, we got the last word in the Cs. Um, yeah, we had we had Russian things, uh, Eastern European, and cells in this episode. So they were cytoplasm, cytosine, cytoskeleton, cytosol, cytostatic, cytotaxonomy, cytotechnologist, cytotoxic, cytotoxic T cell, cytotoxin, CZ, czar, chardash, czarovich, Zarina, Zarism, and Czech. And was there one of those that uh, really jumped out at you and at being uh, just really great and wonderful? <laughs> I'm going to go with cytoplasm because when I hear that word, it reminds me of the movie Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, because they, they're just getting slimed. And there's was there a specific quote that used something like cytoplasm or did they say cytoplasm? Or is it more about like the ghost plasma um, i think they might have used some term oh man i'm trying to remember now i think egon probably said cytoplasm or cyto something or plasm yeah i'm pretty something. sure there was like a plasma related word in there somewhere for sure when he was talking about all the sciencey stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah well cytoplasm is the word of the episode do you want to sing a song about cytoplasm or should I? I'll sing something. Okay. All right. I'm just going to make something up. There you go. But wait, before you hear the song, I suggest that you click on the link in the show notes for the image that Sharon is looking at while she sings this song. So you can, you should look at it and it will make a little bit more sense. But even if you don't, you can just listen to the song and it is still very funny and enjoyable by itself. But maybe you'll get a little bit more if you look at the image as well. It's the blue image on the left when you click on the link. I hope that makes sense. Okay, on to the song. Cytoplasm, it's like a big swimming pool filled with jello. And people are mitochondria floating on rafts and a nucleus is there too, which is a beach ball in the pool, all just floating around in the cytoplasm. And there's some lyosomes and vacuoles, yay. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best song. Now I just want to go in a pool. I mean, this picture looks like a pool. Now I just want to jump in a pool of jello and oh. pretend I'm a mitochondrion just floating around. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. There in the you never saw Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, did you? No. They they swim through jello like a pool. <laughs> looks fun. Anyway, that was a great song. Thank you very much for that. 
Uh, here is to cytoplasm, the word of the episode. And also, here is to, let's clink again, to the end of the seas. Yay, we did it. Yay, congrats. Congratulations, everybody. Let's find a random C word. Choosy. <laughs> let's choose a random C word, and you chose choosy. Oh, yes. Um. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, I believe tomorrow the next episode is going to be uh, my friend Jonah interviewing me about this show. I don't know what he's going to ask me, but uh, you know I hope that he is uh, nice. And uh, I'm going to record that tomorrow, actually. And uh, and then I'm going to take a month off. And then August first, 2022, the D's are going to start. So if you're listening to this in the future, you probably won't have to wait, and you can just go right to the next one if you want. And then there might be a live episode sometime soonish. Uh, and then just real quickly, let's just say all of the pluggy things. Social media is at dictionarypod. Dictionarypod at gmail.com is an email address. There's a Google Voice number in the show notes. Please go share this and subscribe to it on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Go ahead and join the Patreon for early, very early episodes and exclusives. And then also uh, rate and review this on, you know, the Apple podcasts and the Spotify and stuff like that. Sharon, any last words? Thank you very much for having me on the show to drink some kava and discuss some C words. Thank you for joining me to Sharon. And also thank you for joining me to whoever is listening to this right now. I really, really, really appreciate it. And uh, if you're starting in the middle, go back to the beginning and go through it the right way. Yay, bring on the D words. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Ciao. Ciao.